Hi, I'm Jason Drees. Welcome to the Do the Impossible podcast. Had an interesting lesson lately. And that sometimes you have to build it the wrong way in order to figure out how to build it the right way. It was a very strange experience. Looking back now, I can see the symptoms were pointing in the wrong direction or going in the wrong direction. And of course, you know, I've created success in my business, created financial success, and I wanted more. Let's have more success, more freedom, more money, more time. Let's do that, more leverage. So I started building what I thought was the path to get there. And I've been following that path to get there for most of this year. From a few million dollars in revenue with the target of getting to 10. And if you look into business, you'll typically understand that going from 2 million to 10 million is typically systems. Systems isn't my strength. Never was my strength. I can build systems. But managing systems? No, that's not me. But I realized I needed to build systems. So I started building systems. I started adding complexity to my life. I started adding resources to my life, to my business. I started adding multiple steps and multiple products and even bringing in multiple leadership roles to help of expertise, which seems like the thing you're supposed to do. Grow, bring in resources, figure out where, where your soft spots are, your weaknesses are, find people who are strong in those areas and let them come in and take over. And that's exactly what I did. And over the course of this year, there's been some interesting signs that I started to experience is that my free time started to get less. My cash flow started to decrease. My leverage started to decrease. I, had, I was doing more work than ever before. And as I'm looking at those things that weren't working, I'm like, okay, well, I'm having less freedom, I'm having less money, I'm having less time. It reinforced my belief that I needed to build it bigger. So I started building it bigger with more effort and more focus and more products and more variations. And I remember clearly I was writing an email to a new one-on-one -on -one client of mine that I just, that just signed up to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. And I was sending him an email saying, hey, these are going to be the, the calls you have access to with working me, the Mindset Academy calls, the multiple Mindset Academy calls that, you know, the additional things in addition to one-on-one -on -one coaching. And, and I was talking about, the, and I started to type out the email, and I was confused. And I, I was having trouble communicating what this new client had access to because the level of complexity had gotten so cumbersome. And as I started to look around my team members, my team members were starting to get stressed I called one of my team members and I looked at this person and I was like, oh my God, what did I do to you? She was exhausted, stressed, overwhelmed, like half my team was. So as we were building this next evolution of the business, and, we were, and I'm lucky, my team is leaned in, they're excited, they want to be here. They're all, they believe in the work, they work hard, work incredibly hard. Everyone was getting stress. And everyone's best practices were, were doing their best. And, and the leadership experts I brought in who had expertise in areas I didn't came in to help me too. And they came in and did exactly as I had asked them to do. Share your expertise. Help me build this business. 
And they started to implement their direction, their leadership ability, their skills, and basically their perspective and their experience, which is exactly what I asked them to do. And it started to create stress for everyone, for me, for my team, for those leaders that I brought in. It literally had this call where we're talking to each other and our best practices and our expertise. Because when you're sharing your expertise with someone else, you're sharing your years of experience, your years of expertise, you're sharing that. And it literally blew up in our face in this phone call, boom, where we all felt kind of bad afterwards, even though we're all committed to the same goal. And as I started to understand that, I'm like, what just happened? I'm bringing in the, I brought in these resources that I highly respect, who have specialties outside of mine, because I thought that's what I needed to grow Jason Dree's coaching to get me more freedom, more time, more money, more leverage, because that's one of the, the things that I wanted. And I realized in the process that that wasn't working. And that what I was actually after was growing revenue required a simplification of all of the stuff. And as in my process of simplifying and realizing that I had gotten away from what got me here, because what got Jason Dries coaching here was Jason doing one-on-one -on -one coaching and Jason doing the Mindset Academy. And over the past year, I've drifted away from that, letting my team, asking my team coaches to take over Mindset Academy and me work with like fewer and fewer clients. And that's generally a strategy as people get a bigger following. And that's good advice that people would give. Grow your business. You work with the more elite clients and your team backfills. And that's a great strategy. And it worked to a certain extent. But it's not what got Jason Dries coaching here. What got us here was me doing what I love to do is like coach. Was me doing what I wanted to coach people one-on-one -on -one in a group. That's what Mindset Academy, one-on-one -on -one coaching. And then I started to realize that if I just spent a little bit of time and focus getting more one-on-one -on -one clients... The cash flow challenges that had been declining, and now declining is not bad. It was like we're about 90% of last year. But our expenses went up a lot with the hiring. And I realized, like, well, if I just get you know, another 10 coaching clients, all my cash flow problems are solved. If I fill this elite client group, the next version of that, that fixes the revenue too. And it was interesting because prior to that understanding and looking at the simplification of everything. I didn't know where the revenue was going to come from. So I'm trying Facebook ads. I'm trying these videos that I would record for my team, these, these Instagram videos and all those reels. And, and that just wasn't me creating like three tips to this and three habits to this. And even my social media person who I hired, and she's amazing. And I said, hey, pull this out of me. I was resisting that because I didn't like doing it that way. And if you look at all the content I produce, my ads, the things I record for Facebook ads is like the worst content I do. And I was trying to grow the business because that's one way people can grow businesses is based on your business, Facebook ads. And they can work. It requires a lot of time, focus, and effort to dial them in. And it wasn't working. And I think we were breaking even. Sometimes we made money, sometimes we lost. But most recently, the investment in Facebook ads didn't return. 
And if I had a choice, I wouldn't want to do Facebook ads anyway. I don't like recording those. And the, the problem that I'd been trying to solve in the business was that my business has grown over the past three years primarily by referral. Now, that's a fantastic thing when clients have so much faith in you and trust that they tell everybody. And I'm very grateful for that. And I'm very grateful and proud of the reputation that I've earned. At the same time, not having control of your revenue can be a little scary and terrifying. Because we all want to know, hey, I need, a, I need a, a, some extra cash in six months. I'm fixing my house and I want to raise some more money. Okay, I just need to put a little bit of effort here and I raise more cash. That's how we want business to work. That's how we want it to. But that's not how my business works. My business has actually never worked that way. In the 10 years I've been a professional coach, I've never been amazing at generating leads from the front. I've just never been. Even in my sales career, prior to becoming a coach, I was in sales for like 14 years, I was never good at generating leads. Now, bring me into a sale that was already happened, it was already started, I could close anything. But the initial hunting, that was just never me, and it never was. I've always, I've always been responding to things, and I've been trying to resolve that, and I've been kind of trying to fight the fact that my business, JDC, is a referral-based business that comes on flow. Now, the work that I do creates reach, and it comes in, and I want more control over that. I want more predictability, but predictability isn't what got me here, and predictability isn't going to be what gets me there. And I realized that the way that my business is going to go from few, past the $10 million mark isn't from more systems. It's going to pass the $10 million mark by doing more of what got me here. And what got me here is talking. And that's the reason why I started this podcast is because this is one of the best ways to talk. And actually, I'm really starting to enjoy this because I'm really trying to do the, the podcast as an outlet for me. And I know it's going to have a side effect of growing revenue, but I had to go down that road. And the funny thing is, like, for the longest time in business, I didn't know what to do. I'm asking my team, what should I be doing? What should I be, where should I be focusing my time? Where should I be focusing my time? What should I be doing? Growing the business, coaching, content, social media podcast, events, writing a book, talking to my team, doing training, talking to clients, creating testimonials. I'm like, I just didn't know what to do. And for the first time in years, I think maybe for the first time in my life, well, other than when I had a W-2 job, first time as an entrepreneur, I'm clear on what I have to do. Literally, and it's so simple. On Monday, I record my Monday Mindset Reset Call. That's a live call where I basically reset the mindsets of everybody every Monday. 15 minutes. Monday, I record a podcast. Then I spend some time connecting to clients, connecting to my team, connecting to my audience. Tuesday, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching for my clients that I work with one-on-one. -on -one. I coached my inner circle elite client group. Wednesday, record another podcast and, and deliver my Mindset Academy group coaching session which I enjoy doing, and coach one-on-one. -on -one. Friday, take off. And there's so much clarity in that. And the interesting thing is those things I could finish 
I don't like starting work till 10 every day. I like to wake up, not at the crack of dawn. I like to spend a little bit of time with my family, and I like to get to my desk. So I like to start work at 10. And I started thinking, maybe I can wrap my day at 3. So maybe I can wrap my day at 3. What if I work 10 to 3, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? And I take off the checklist of podcast, Mindset Academy, one-on-one clients, elite clients, and connect with my team. And what if it doesn't fit in that time frame? Well, if it doesn't fit in the hours of 10 to 3, then I don't do it. Now, this month of October, there's some additional action items because I'm finishing book number two, my financial mindset book. But it was so liberating to realize that the success I was after, the way I was supposed to create it was from clarity and simplicity. And, I, and, and simply by reviewing my elite client program, my one-on-one clients, putting a little bit of focus and growing those two programs over the next 12 months, I literally mapped out a clear direction to hit $5 million in revenue. Literally, double my business revenue in the next 12 months. Without Facebook ads, without any of those things, just doing what I'm already doing. And it was this radical breakthrough. And I had all this complexity that I added that was requiring time to manage because I was building a level of complexity. So I've realigned at this simplified way, like literally my blood pressure dropped like 20 points in the past week. My wife, is, Alexis, is like, it feels lighter in the house now. And I started thinking, $5 million in revenue is going to be awesome. We can do some cool things with $5 million in revenue as a company. And then my part of me was like, well, you're not just going to stop at five. Simplicity is going to get you going. And I was like, that's interesting. So getting to 10 is not the build it to 10 the way I thought. It was do it my way was get it to 10. And I thought that was interesting. Because what if simplicity is what I've been after the entire time? And getting more free time back. And then I thought to myself, could I really have a business that generates $5 million in revenue with me working four days a week with literally 20 hours a week? 100%. That makes absolute perfect sense. That after you 10x your business in 12 months, you write about doing the impossible, it makes absolute sense that you would create a business that works just like that. And at the same time, I made a decision that we're going to stop working on Fridays. We don't need to create so much work that we need five days a week to do it. That's just silly. And I want to give that gift to my employees. We work four days a week. Now, we haven't implemented it yet, but we're working on implementation, and it will be implemented before the end of this year. We're going to a four-day work week. Why? Why not? What if the focus of life is actually life and living it, doing it your way? But the whole point of this isn't to just share with you my new excitement and my, my blood pressure removing technique. But the, really, the thing you want to understand is that I had to go through the process of building it wrong in order to learn how to build it right. I had no choice but to take the action that was, best, the, best, that was the best I could, which was build it this way, build it, add, bring, bring people in, get resources, do this. I had to grow. 
and I had to push because I wouldn't have believed it, w it wouldn't work until I did it myself. So it's almost like you're walking down that road when you're climbing the, your mountain of success. And there's, a, there's, there's two paths, and it looks like you're on the best road to climb that mountain, the best path to success. Sometimes you can't see that. And sometimes the path you want is going to keep looking good. But if you pay attention to the signs, you'll have indicators that the path needs to switch. And the indicators that I had was I wasn't happy. I wasn't getting the result I wanted any faster than before. In fact, my results were declining. They were reversing. Everyone else in the system was stressed and not happy. So my question to you, are you building the right path right now? And do you need to evaluate your direction? Or do you need to start building something too? The one constant though that you'll notice, there was never a time when I wasn't building something. There was never a time when I wasn't taking action. There ne wasn't a time when I was sitting there thinking an analysis paralysis of what to do. Why? Because I made the decision a long time ago that I take action. I do not sit stationary because I'm in the game, I'm playing the game. So if you're not getting even sure what you're building yet, then you need to start walking whatever path you have in front of you. Walk that path. Because the obstacles in front of you are the requirements and prerequisites to evolve you into the frequency version of you that has the result. My path looked like growth and expansion. It wasn't failure. It was growth of expansion at a slow rate that didn't feel good. So that was my indicator that it wasn't working. Coincidentally, I was using frame shifting tools on a daily basis about my beliefs about what I was doing, about the frame I was operating from, about the frame about my, my, my energy, my relationships, my life, my income, my business. So I was working on my mental environment every day. Now, this isn't hours a day. This is literally 30-second frame shift exercise once a day. You do that exercise, it realigns you into the frequency of where you want to go. So I aligned myself with the result every single day, and then the result showed up. Frame shifting does work. Frequency shifting does work. If you want to know what frame shifting is, read the book, Do the Impossible, or join the Mindset Academy. I can't, don't have enough time to explain it in this episode. But you are in control. You are in that path. The more ownership you take of that path, the more you're going to be able to determine if you're on the right path or if you're on the wrong path. And, it, and if you don't know if you're on a path, you're on a path right now. So the lesson here to remember is sometimes you have to build it wrong in order to build it right. I look forward to continuing this dialogue with you on our next episode. I'm Jason Drees with the Do the Impossible podcast. Have an amazing day. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. To learn more or to get help implementing any of this, visit jasondreescoaching.com.